Her name's Veronica, and she is proud to be back in the studio for Nerds and Luxury. There's Sosa, Montego, and Cedro the Bear. Mr. Wise, the white guy, it's true love they share. They talk all kinds of shit and tales of fuckery. Prepare to laugh out loud, it's Nerds and Luxury. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. We are Nerds and Luxury. Um, we've gotten a lot of new listeners. Well, because now we're, we're nerds in quarantine. We're nerds in quarantine. Nerds in quarantine. For sure. Hopefully we don't keep this name forever. Yeah. I mean, it's temporary. It, it, Is it? Oh. Um, so... Over the past couple of days, we have noticed a bit of an uptick in listeners and RSS subscribers and people just kind of interacting with us on Twitter a little bit more. So I actually wanted to not only give you the, our opening song sung by one Mr. Wise, who identifies the rest of our crew, who we miss you guys, <coughs> Excuse me. who um, identifies the rest of our crew, but I also wanted to give you our IDs. So you can reach us anywhere, um, Twitter. Instagram at Nerds in Luxury, and it's just as we say it, Nerds in Luxury. Um, the website is nerdsinluxury.com. Everything links together. So if you find one, you can find the rest, especially if you grew up on the internet like I did. Um, you can harass me. I will allow it. <laughs> okay, Mr. Wise. Um, you can harass me at um, O Veronica on Instagram, and it's O O H Veronica. And if you are a Twitter person like I am, I've been on Twitter for 10 years, um, you can reach me at overonica9, the number nine, um, on Twitter as well. And to my right, there is a very handsome gentleman who I've known for quite some time. And he's actually been a joy to be quarantined with. What's your name? It was a joy last night. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. What up? This is Mr. Wise. Um, uh oh. No, it's uh oh. Shut up. <laughs> so I'm taking so, a drink. Hold on, before I before I do my identification, before I give my stuff. So the other day, like I was kind of like in the hallway. Veronica was sitting on the couch. She couldn't see me, and and uh, <laughs> I was in the hallway, and and I heard her start coughing. And you just kind of see me like peek around the corner, like. What you talk about with that? What you talking about? Willis was like kind of looking at her, and she kept, she turns and looks at me and just breaks out laughing because you just look like such an ass. Because I'm like, like I'm like we live together. You, Where am I going? What was that? What was that? Like we've been. We're literally monitoring each other. Like you're monitoring me more than anything. Well, you have asthma, so like yeah. I'm particularly concerned. But I'm anyway, okay. but anyway, but who are you? Who I is am, this man? I'm the white guy, the straight white male on the podcast. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Uh, I'm the straight, straight white male on a podcast. My name is uh, Mr. Wise. It's it's Mr. It's well, okay. Let's back this up. Mr. Wise on Instagram. So no abbreviation. Mr. Wise, one word. On Twitter, it's I am Mr. Wise. No abbreviation. So spell Mr. M I S T E R. Thank you. Because... You know, not M R. Yeah. Mr. The actual word Mr. Not the abbreviation. Anyway. Wise is the name, true is the school, yes, hustling yes, in the rebirth pool. Yes. <laughs> Super producer, engineer, owner of this of Depth Charge Studios, and um, 
and now working from home a lot. And so is Veronica. How was your how was your day today working from home? Something to take are you getting used to it yet? <sighs> working from home sucks for me. I am one of those people who enjoy really having the separation of work and home. It brings me no greater pleasure than to have to like something just to drop that in and to have to like commute 20 steps down the hallway, go into my office, close the door and be alone is the worst feeling so, in the world. I hate it. I cannot wait to go back to my you store. Don't like, you don't like the fact that you don't have that line of demarcation no. between home and... no. I really value that in my life. I really value... Well, you value it because you're used to it. You've never done this before. Well, I mean, I was employed for that time. No, but you've not worked from home ever. Like, this has never been a thing for you. So No, I've always liked to work outside. So it's funny because, like, so there's... Veronica's never really had any kind of work from home type of situation other than, like, doing work from home, like, because she wants to make some money. But, like, me, I've been working, quote-unquote, from home... For 25 years. So like I started the recording studio in the basement of my old house. And then when it grew and we moved it over here, then I actually separated it and we we moved in together. Right. We moved in together. We lived somewhere else and I would go to work every day. So I've, I've seen the, the, um, the pros and cons of each the dip, when you work at home, when you work at home and you like to work and you like what you do, Mm -hmm. um, Sometimes what I would find is that you'd get to the end of the day and you'd be like, I've been home and you've been home all, you've been quote unquote home all day. But you're like, man, I'm exhausted. What, what? I haven't done anything today. No, you worked all day. Mm-hmm. You worked 14 hours today. Mm-hmm. You, woke, you woke up, made a cup of coffee, walked into wherever your office or your, the studio or wherever, and you worked all day. All, you know, you took little breaks or whatever, but I had to really learn to discipline myself mm-hmm. and um, the dogs help because they need to go out. So it's like, okay, I'm going to take an hour to take the dogs out, do something else, clear my brain, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it does require a lot of discipline and you have to be able to like look at the clock and say, that's it. Day's over. Yeah. I'm going home. Even yeah. though you're home, I'm going home, shutting this off. Yeah. Like, and, and it takes, a, it takes, it can take years to develop that, but, um, and even so, even people who work from home, they're, they're saying this now, like with the, it's a productivity issue because people who like you are not used to it. Mm-hmm. They're going and they feel like they're not getting anything done and they feel like they're not yeah. getting as much finished and accomplished as they yeah. would have. And, and you aren't because you don't get that um, informal interaction with people, with mm-hmm. your coworkers, because mm-hmm. a lot of work gets done. A lot of intangible things get done. Um, a lot of learning gets done a lot of, and that's all gone now we're all looking staring like in your case I saw you were on a meeting today like staring into a computer screen Which looking is, at your coworkers yeah, and colleagues and it's for us well I can't speak for the whole team but for me spe- specifically I really as introverted as I am I lean heavily on my team just to like throw ideas at because I can get a little wild like I can definitely take a client too far or I can take them not far enough, depending on the client. So I really... What do you mean? Styling. Oh, okay. So like in if, terms of the act like, of actually yeah. what it is you do. Yeah, styling, like styling and, and like, you know, merchandising okay. and things right. of that nature where it's like, I have a really hard time um, with men between like 25 and 45. Mm-hmm. So I have my boss who I can go to and he's really like, he pushes me, pushes me, pushes me. 
But like when it comes to women, I'm like, I got this. Like I right. know exactly what to sure. do. I know exactly how to talk to them. I know what they're looking for. I know to ask the right questions. So, but I still sometimes need like, you know, one of my people to step in and really like kind of not just reassure the client, but reassure me mm-hmm. that I'm not leaving something out. Off the top of your head, just since you brought that up with the mm-hmm. men, and, men and women thing, mm-hmm. the Jeremy's brand, like, what is the? Do you know off the top of your head the percentage chopper between man and woman? It's like, pretty even. It is for me. Really, I, mean, I would yeah. expect it to be like sixty five percent woman. Like just Mm-mm. from what I, you know, like Mm-mm. it's pretty even. I think it's it has a lot to do with our location, um, our demographic, our age, where we stand um, in the business. Um, also, it's I guess because I'm at that sweet age of thirty six, so I don't have a really lot of super young clients. Mm-hmm. And I also don't have a lot of very old clients. Mm-hmm. Like, I think... Um, yeah, you're in the sweet spot. Yeah, so it's like a Best lot of... Best years of your life. Huh? Best years of your life. Yeah, so a lot of my clients, I have, you know... I have a good mix. Like, I don't feel like I sell one thing over the other. I mm. it, It's different times of the year, and I have different clients that react to different things. Like, right. a, lot, a lot of people, like, they left ready to wear, but it might only be for, like, private time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, or they may be like a shoe fanatic and I'll have to get that shoe before anybody else gets it, which I've been working on for another client for, for months now since the last Derek Jeremy show. So that's just really hard to do without product. <laughs> yeah, because you told me the other day that you were mm-hmm. act, like, have you actually communicated with clients? Yeah, I have. I've actually had a lot of, you know, my clients are really sweet. They've A lot of them reached out to me um, on Instagram or on my are they actually home. saying like I need this or I a want this? Can you get are, me yeah, this? Yeah, a couple of them are already like, "Hey, you know, when um, this happens, can you call me?" Or, right. "Hey, um, how are you?" Well, when you guys, you know, know what's going on, call me for this is, or call is, me for that. Has there been any discussion of how you could possibly during this period facilitate I mean, they're, transactions they're with the store it. clothes? They're working on it. I was curious, like that. Something can happen. I mean, it's... I mean, it's, even if it's somebody showing up at the freaking store and, like, grabbing things and chipping them out or something, I don't know, like... You know. No, I I think right now we really have to kind of, like, just do what we can and control and keep our loyal clients loyal. Sure. And I think that has a lot to do with it. Where it's like, we're, we're as loyal to you as you are to us. And so a lot of us have been there for a number of years. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how, as this goes on, like... You I mean, know, our like, industry is fucked. It, it is. True, but, truth, just truth, truth be told. But, all, but so are a lot fucked. of industries. I mean, a but I'm lot speaking from like what I know and what I know sure. is, is fashion and retail and what I've been doing my whole life is fashion and retail mm-hmm. and everything is timeliness and everything is about working in groups mm-hmm. and it is, is individualistic as it seems. Mm-hmm. You need to work with your manufacturer to work with this person to work with this person to work with the buyer to work with the sales team to work with the you know like right. it's it's a whole pyramid of things and if it's like we stop then that means further oh, yeah. down the line people lose jobs right, and people right. lose security and people you know and it's 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 luxury I mean the thing about people don't need these yeah, things they I, want right these right things. well but but it's also it's also like a it's a creature comfort of sorts. Yeah. Like like it's 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 the thing people go buy an expensive pair of shoes, an mm-hmm. expensive piece of clothing like that from a store like from a brand like yours to mm-hmm. treat themselves mm-hmm. and it, to make themselves feel good. It's comfort food. You know what I mean? And 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 in times like this, 
while most of your many much of your client base won't have the means, or if they do, they're everybody's kind of circling the wagons yeah. and making sure that they we, I can't afford high sedity purchases right yeah. now, like anything extra. But for those who can, these are the type of things that make those people can make people feel better just because of like, course like i see the look on your face when mm-hmm. you get a new pair of mm-hmm. you, when you got your dior boots and mm-hmm. you know like i i, I see I how mean, that when you got you me feel. these saint laurent's i posted them today right like when you got me these little leopard print saint laurent's i yeah. i love these shoes i wear them all the time so what kind of things are you doing throughout the day like so this i well, guess this was your second day at, at what kind of things are you guys actually doing so like? what we're actually doing well we have a really cool program where we can um see all sorts of product and get really cool photos and keep in touch with our clients and it's a just it's a book not a book it's a digital book a digital book and so it's like i can go through and find things and and specify things and there's a client that i've been working with um for a couple months now and i was reaching out to them today about a jacket that was i had explained the tailoring so i needed to go into the application to get the tailoring information and so you're doing that still because wealthy people are still wealthy Mm -hmm. um and then i have been like we have this another program which is really cool which is a digital university and we what i've always been really interested in is sustainability Mm -hmm. and in luxury specifically and um the the i'm doing like several things right now so I'm doing my certification in sustainability online and it's through Caring. Um, and they paired with um, Parsons. You just started this? Oh, this was the Parsons thing. Yeah. This is what you've been up to. So okay, Pars- gotcha. No, no, no. Sorry. Caring, Caring came together with London School of Business okay. and came up with this sustainability certification. The Parsons one is the Vogue one. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm doing two different certifications and I really need to wrap up my sustainability one. Like I'm like two, a module and a half away right. from completing that. Um, and then I'm doing another one for my job, Jeremy's sustainability. Right. And then um, I'm also doing a lot of like cleaning up of my digital archive because what's really cool about Jeremy's is they keep like every single piece that has ever been made. That right. they had like a yeah, sketch I'm, of. Yeah, I know. I've, I've seen um, it. <laughs> and it's really cool. It is. And so um, I, I clean out my my quote unquote favorites every mm-hmm. couple months. And I just, I've been so busy. Yeah, like look at, at that. Work. Now you got time to actually look and at that And I have time stuff. to do it because right. there's been many a days where I'm I'm like at work and I'm standing there and I'm like, oh my God, I, I need to like clean up my favorites and I need to make sure these things are actually still available. And I need to do my training and I need to do this and I need to do that. And now it's like, okay, I have time to do it. And so it's kind of like that struggle internally of how much studying can I do and how much, um, and not studying for certification and studying for my actual job, which is, it's weird to say for me because it's like, I watch runway shows, but they're for work, Mm -hmm. but it feels frivolous in a way. Like I read Andre Leon Talley's book, three, six, three, six, five today. And I like just flipped through it really quickly. Um, and on that but that's for a later episode um so I, I flipped through that and and then i'm reading like tom ford's book and i'm reading alexander mcqueen and i'm watching the documentaries that i'm doing mm-hmm. and for anyone else they're like oh you know my my spare time i do this you know for enjoyability and i'm like well i have to know these things that for work right like these are important people in life. the industry yeah. tom ford designed for 
Gucci and Saint Laurent. Like nobody. And you never ever know. And, and who knows? Who knows? One day you step in an elevator and you're in an elevator with Tom Ford, and you. <laughs> and I can go. Oh my right, gosh! Right, I love you your know, work with right. Gucci. Yeah, you exactly, made that yeah. so sexy. And oh, I have your glasses. And right. You never know. So you, you wouldn't say it because he just slap you, Ala right. Naomi Campbell. But that's what I do for work. So that's a struggle for me to really not feel like I'm like wasting my time watching these documentaries, but. It's actually for work. Um, so I think that's hard for me to, right. to do. Plus not getting dressed every day. So I have been getting dressed every single day. I, I noticed that. You got up this morning after I made you your coffee. Yeah. You got up and, and got and did your shower. routine like yeah. you normally would to go to work. And yeah. That's, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciated that. Because I'm not like... I, I'm one of those guys that I I get up... I Like I got up today... Got all that did all the stuff to get yeah. you know get you set to get up and then you know I walk across the hall go into the studio and then I'll start working and I you know I haven't even brushed my teeth yet you know what I'm saying like I, some there are days where I do not brush my teeth till like five p.m. where I'm like oh shit Ew. I forgot to brush my teeth so because you I just get wrapped up in my work mm-hmm. um, if there's nobody coming in now if there's if there's clients coming in you do get to dressed. use the recording studio then I'm getting I'm gonna get dressed but yeah um, yeah like so like today I. I did Washington Nationals. I'm, I'm still preparing for baseball season. Yeah, I mean, even though it's, we know it's that kinda, it's yeah, it's just something to do. Right, it's something to do, and well, it's, it's something to do, but they actually want me to do it. Yeah, yeah, and that's like, another thing. Like right. my, my job's like do these things, please. Yeah. And and so I mean, and I was doing it anyway. It's just now the season was supposed to start in a week and a half, yeah, no. and now it's not. So, Mm-mm. and they're like, well, you know, they, they've encouraged me, continue to log in, continue to do put in work and continue to do your thing. So I did some of that today and um, worked on a little bit of mixing. And then I went, um, actually went for a bike ride today because it was 75 degrees outside. Dope. And I did, a did like a seven mile bike ride, seven or eight miles. And um, it's kind of eerie Nobody's out there. Outside. It's, it's no, there's a lot of people outside. Like, if you if you don't think about it for a second, you'll forget that the shit's about to hit the fan. Mm-hmm. Like you'll you'll forget that like oh you know the the cases have like doubled in the last three days. Mm-hmm. You'll forget all the crazy shit that's going on and and how and you'll forget that four hundred and seventy five people died in Italy yesterday. You'll forget all of that and just because everyone's walking, people are walking around. I have to say, seemed like people were keeping their distance from one another. Mm-hmm. That was good. Um, I went to Target to pick up your prescription on my way back. I locked up my bike and there was actually paper towels in there. Still really? no toilet paper. There were actually paper towels in there. Um, oh, at Target. At Target. Yeah, at Target. But you ended up going to CVS. I ended up then later because they didn't, because I went to pick up Veronica's, was that your rescue inhaler? My inhaler, yeah. So I went to get her, her asthma inhaler because, you know, respiratory, you want to make sure. So everybody, apparently everybody's trying to take care of this before everything gets crazy. Yeah. So they were like, we are out of these. But the CVS down, you know, two miles away has it. I can, I can call it over there. So I was like, all right, cool. That works. So I rode back and then jumped in the car and rode over there because I just wanted to do it quick because I wanted to get back here and do this podcast with you. So we get, I get over there and everybody's keeping their distance and being nice and six feet away from each other in the line. And they put a table in front of the desk. So when you walk up to the counter, there's like a three foot table there. So there's three feet from the table, three feet from the, of the um, counter. So you've got your six feet away from the attendant, the clerk. And up at the front of the thing, the lady had, I mean, the lady was in like, 
hazmat gear. She was, I don't fucking blame she her. Was, right. I don't either. So um, I get up all the way over there. I wait in line for like 10 minutes and then and get up there and the lady says, it's going to take an hour to get to have your prescription ready. I'm like, it's an inhaler. Isn't it in a box? That you could just... Mm-mm. So... So I was like, I'll come back tomorrow. I'll just come back tomorrow and get it. And as I'm walking out, I, I kind of walk through their paper items aisle and there's paper towels. And lo and behold, like five packs of toilet paper. Dun, dun, dun. Like five packs remaining with a sign saying one per item, one or one per, per customer. customer. So I bought that. It was $3.50 for a roll of four rolls of toilet. Now, wow. we ha- still have toilet paper, but I'm like, but. if I'm not going to pass up this opportunity, I don't know what, how this shit's going to go down. If they, if, if this goes the way we think it might go with a huge spike, they might tell you not, like, we not go out at all. Like, mm-hmm. Wash your asses r- in the right. water. Yeah. So I grabbed it, and then I grabbed the paper towels just thinking, like, okay, whatever. It's a, 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 a roll of eight store brand paper towels take that shit to the front ring it oh yeah there's no prices on any there's no prices on it fifteen dollars fifteen dollars for a roll of for a pack of eight store brand paper towels not brawny even brawny's not that expensive but fifteen dollars i'm like i understand supply and demand i get it but come the fuck on fifteen dollars look did they have hand sanitizer? Absolutely not. That, that is like, they had hand sanitizer at the front. You Everywhere enter. you go, like you'd walk up and they had either hand sanitizer or they had wipes. Yeah. And, you, and, and so like everywhere I saw one, I would tra- take one and wipe. I was wiping a cart down. I was wiping everything down as I was going. Um, and then you touch the screens, like the little touch mm-hmm. screens to do, your, to do your transaction. And I immediately, you know, yeah. squirt, you know, after yeah. you touch the screen. So like I was being diligent in that regard. You know who doesn't have a problem with hand sanitizers? Hmm. The French. LVMH, which is Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy, for those of you who did not know, um, it says, we'll use its perfume factories to produce hand sanitizer. And this was on March 15th. Um, so LVMH, the luxury conglomerate that owns brands such as Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior, Givenchy, and many Moore announced today that they will begin using some of its facilities to produce its own hand sanitizers in response to, sorry, the shortage in France caused by the coronavirus coronavirus epidemic. It's pretty, it's starting to get really bad over yeah. there. And too. it says uh, LVMH. We were, and we were about to go there. <laughs> we were going to go to Paris. We literally were yeah, about to buy our, our tickets for our 10-year yeah. anniversary yeah. and go to Paris. And and so here's a quote. It says, uh, quote, LVMH will use the production lines of its perfume and cosmetic brands to produce large quantities of hydroalcohol, Lord, hydroalcoholic gels from Monday, um, from Monday, uh, LVMH said in the statement, these gels will be delivered free of charge to the French health authorities. Very good. That's awesome. Um, everybody, like, it's good to see there are people stepping up. Like, even I, I think I was talking to you today, like, like or yesterday. Um, you know, like, there, I do have um, a compulsion right now to want to help in any way I can. This isn't like an, a, another, you know, when you have other crises and you see bad shit, you know, you can write a check. And be like, and give it to the people that need it most. But this is one of them crises. This is a crisis where everybody's going to be hurting. And, and, and writing a check, you can't ask people for money right now. 
You just can't. You know what I'm saying? So, and I and I don't want to give money right now because I have no idea where I'm going to be in a week, two weeks, a month. I, I don't know how this is going to play out. So every, you know, um, and I, but but I, but there's a part of me, the altruistic part of me that sees this, sees what these brave, dedicated medical professionals are doing. And sees uh, it, it, it just sees the the effort that's going into this. And is there anything that I could do? I mean, I've got, I'm, I'm I've got time. I've got some time. Like I, I'm, and I even you know. And as soon as I said that to you, you you looked at me crazy. You gave me the look that I would have given you had you said it. Yeah. Which is, motherfucker, don't you dare leave me here and uh-huh. go out into the the wilderness and and you know, But like, I mean, I'm talking about like. Does does World Central Kitchen need somebody to be in the back cutting freaking onions and and carrots for three hours to to because they're making meals for first responders and for the medical what it's just something like that like today uh, uh, medical professionals put out a big they're 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 like they're, we're so the tragedy of the oh, this the the fucking failure we're running out of masks and they're like literally asking people in the public. Like if you have a sewing machine, if you have equipment, can you like, here's the pattern. Uh Like, can you make us masks? Use, um, muslin, uh, what's the fabric called? Muslin. Uh Uh Use this uh, giving instructions. Like, and people are jumping in like, yeah, I got a sewing machine. Like, mm-hmm. I even sent it to my mother. I was like, going to say your mom. I sent, so. it, I sent the link to my mom. Like, look, if you go looking for something to do, like, mm-hmm. churn a few of these out. Like, mm-hmm. fuck it. Like, because they are going through, like, months and months of supplies in, like, three days. days. Like, because every time you touch somebody or work with somebody and you move on, you got to take all that shit off, throw it away, and put okay. new fresh shit on. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. I just, mm-hmm. you know, like, like a... There's a volunteering spirit that's out there. I think we'll see it more um, when things really get bad. But we're also going to see that's when a lot of people who've been taking this lightly are going to start to, a lot of them are going to start to panic because they're going to all realize and start paying attention that, oh my God, I haven't been taking this seriously. Half a clear water, Florida. Where the hell have I, yeah. Where the hell have I been the last week? Oh shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like barber shops. Ooh, moving on. Well, but <laughs> I digress. We'll be. We're gonna take a short break. Here's our. Here's our little. You know, ID for those of us. Those who missed it in the. Uh, when we talked part. about it earlier, you can get some information here. And when we come back, hopefully, we're gonna have one of the one of the nerds with us. All right, we'll be right back. You are listening to Nerds in Luxury, recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. You can reach us at www.nerdsinluxury.com. Hashtag us LuxNerd on any and all social media. You can find us at Nerds in Luxury on Twitter. And if you have any emails, questions, concern, harassment, or general spam, don't do it. But you can email me at veronica <laughs> at nerdsinluxury.com. Cedro, can you hear me? I can. Can you give us a live? Where are you reporting from? We, we, I am reporting from just outside Washington, D.C. in Maryland. All right. All right. And how are things there? Are people, you know, outside or are they inside? Uh, people are mostly inside. Okay. Occasionally, you'll get some children that are off from school and you'll hear them outside running and laughing a little bit. 
but they seem to only be doing that with their own, I guess, siblings. So it's not quite like, it's not quite like all the kids are outside playing with each other. So I guess it's, I guess it's all right. You're I was missed. looking at the, uh, I was looking at the, I was looking at the, the rules for, um, what is it? Shelter in place. Yes. And part of it, and part of it does allow for a little bit of exercise. Yeah. Yes. I've definitely been out. I took a bike ride today, so uh, you can go out. So, Oh, so I thought children are within their rights. I thought of you. <laughs> I thought of you the a couple of nights ago because being that there's absolutely no sports on television, like ESPN was one of the ESPNs was re-showing like the 2017 oh, yeah. Dodgeball Championship. We watched that shit too. And we watched it for a little while. <laughs> we, were, we were like, we should text Cedro. And I was like, but wait, hold on, what's going on? And he's explaining dodgeball to me. It, I found it entertaining. I thought I think the the main problem I had with it from a television perspective is they're they're just they couldn't seem to get a great angle of you know, like a, 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 a that universal encompassing angle where you felt like you were seeing everything all at once. Like it was, it was weird. You were either seeing one side of the court or the other, but yeah. Yeah. Dodgeball is their fil- their filming choices and camera angles for dodgeball are really suspect. Um, <laughs> but, but the first, the first rule of, the first rule of sports during a pandemic is you don't talk about sports during right, a pandemic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're all very depressed over here. I um, know. You're, I was you're, thinking, de- I was you're depressed. About, I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get it. All of my gigs have postponed. Right. Oh, yeah. They all require me to be outside. So Yeah, there hasn't I mean, been any bouncer confessions. Maybe we can... Oh, <laughs> man. I knew something was missing between 2 and 4 a.m. I mean, uh, I think bounce people from my apartment building. <laughs> we'll just go throw some. Oh my god, you should! To, you should start me, putting ma'am, people ma'am, out. Can I see your ID? <laughs> right. I just is... put on. I'll put on my. I put on my. Uh, my T-shirt, and I'll just stand outside the front door. But Cedro, you know, you have a gig right upstairs at that karaoke bar. Right there, you go. You know what? <laughs> You're right. Love talking slow jams is upstairs. I yeah. should uh, coordinate with her. Maybe Ask them if they a, need a, a part-time bouncer. That, you know, maybe we can. <laughs> maybe we can get a speakeasy going. Right <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> Since we're on prohibition, from right? Hard. You can be the guy that, like, as the little win- that little door in the d- slide inside, it open. Slide open. What's the password? Oh my god! And a password. Oh, they would be with with Cedro. They'd be impossible. No, it'd they be- would be like spell super califragilistic. No, the password. The password would right. be love talking slow jams. That would be the password. No, would- they'd be like, um. I heard it was onomatopoeia. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It's onomatopoetic. <laughs> it's the adjectival form. I'm so sorry. You're going to have to go home. See, you go right upstairs and, and we get this popping. We've got it down. Yeah. But I've been so, I've, I've been so, I've been so not stressed specifically, actually. Surprisingly, I've been very calm. But I guess my normal self. But <laughs> sports, I just, all of them are canceled. Right. Like all of them. Yeah. And I, I don't really, I, I realize just like so many people are realizing now how, how social they were or how unwilling to deal with their own selves in a closed alone space. Yeah. <laughs> we're starting to realize that a lot of people are very, very social or very used to being that social. Mm-hmm. I've realized how, how ingrained I was with sports. 
like now I'm sitting here like, oh, let me flip on. Oh, no, it's not going to show anything. <laughs> or I can turn. Oh, but that's not. Like all sports are kind of cancer. Right. And <laughs> I've done that a couple of times with Veronica. I'll, yeah. I'll like come out of the kitchen and be like, hey, turn the game on. And I look at him and I'm like, what? And, and I'm like, do, what happened? I do it as a joke. I do it oh. as a joke. Like, I, I know there's no games. Trust me, I know there are no games. And I'm like, I'm what? Not at work. What? I'm not what are you? I was like, did, yeah. did something happen? Did they find yeah. something? Like, and, what's back on? Right. <laughs> and it doesn't really, and it doesn't help that. Um, with a lot of with a lot of this, especially since now like the main the main sports that were really going on with you know baseball was about to start up soon, right? Basketball and uh, NHL were in full swing or right. full winding um, down, you know, getting like ready for the playoffs, right. right? Exactly. And now that they're not doing anything, and we keep hearing these reports about oh these NBA players tested positive or. Yeah. Um, or we'll talk about NBA uh, patient zero, Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz. <laughs> is, um, is, has you know, he been determined? Has it has it been determined that he is patient zero when it comes to that? Yeah. I mean, I think for I think for now they don't really care who really right. was or might have been, just because he was the one who got it, and within like five minutes of them announcing he got it, the NBA was like, "We're postponing." Right? He was the. <laughs> Didn't he um, cough on it, everything and like no, touch yeah, all the mics? It, yeah, yeah. So what, what happened was earlier in the week, they were clearly talking about the virus. And this was still at the point where like Fox News was <laughs> making it yeah. seem like it didn't matter. Trump was making it seem like it didn't matter. Everyone was pretty cavalier about it. Although there's a I'll say that outside of like the, the Trump shouldn't act, shouldn't should never act that way. And neither should any news station. No. But. Professional athletes, especially like NBA players, they kind of have a point to be a little cavalier about it. I'm not saying they should be because they're clearly public figures and they should behave with a little more couth. But like these are like the top, the the most fit human beings <laughs> right. on the planet. Like right. some of the most, like all the ones that have it or have been confirmed to have it or test positive for it, like 99% of them have zero symptoms. Right. Still, and they've had it for like like longer than a week, right? Or long, longer than hands. the amount of time that would take for like something to show up, right? And so it's interesting that it's like it's something that affects respiratory, but these guys are so physically fit, they eat almost all the right things, yeah, they exercise like nonstop. Like these guys are so fit that I don't think that that particular thing is going to affect them, so that doesn't help the national image that this matters. Right. And, and, um, and for us, I think we, we, we've reiterated it. It's like, we're not particularly worried about ourselves either. Like just, but, but what right. we are worried about is, you know, I'm Kevin Durant has it. Like I know Kevin Durant doesn't want to give it to his grandmama or, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the, right. that's the issue. Like you don't want to yeah, give it, it to other people who are vulnerable. Right. And what's fortunate so far is that the majority, I haven't checked all of the, cause they haven't re- like some of the, some of the names, have not been revealed. So far, the only like three names, well, I think four names that have been revealed to have it is Utah Jazz's Rudy Gobert and um, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell, right. And then then there's one more Jazz, I think there's one more Jazz player. um, I don't know, I thought thought there were four on one team. There's four on the net, including Kevin Durant, but they never never released the other names, right, yeah. Right. And then there's a, there's like another guy who's not a main player. He's probably more like a bench player or 
like a rookie G League player or something. Um, I forgot his name. It's like not Damien, not Damien Lee, but it's something. It's 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 a it's like a tertiary player. Right. Um, he also has it, but all the people that they've all the people that they've named so far that have it, none of them have family. Right. I mean, I'm sorry, in the sense of like right, having a right, partner right, right. and children. Yeah, right. So like some of like some of them don't really have the contacts that you usually be worried about right. just being a carrier. So I mean, I I do wish them all well. I do hope that they're taking the quarantine seriously, which it seems like they are. Like Rudy Gobert publicly apologized for his behavior and apparently it's kind of set some things in motion that are a little negative because some of his teammates were, were pissed um, reported like they were reporting that some of them were pissed about his cavalier attitude towards this and how that probably resulted in him <laughs> giving it to his teammate. Um, He's probably going to get sued. <laughs> He's no, yeah, like mean, some of them, some of them are really upset. Like some yeah. of them were really upset about it. So we're not even sure how that's going to affect the team later. Huh. Like if Gobert is still going to be on the team, <laughs> right. going to try to find a way to right, get right. rid of him or whatever. Wow. Like, like it's crazy. You go from you go from being the two time, <laughs> the two time defensive player of the year for the NBA to patient zero right. in, a, in <laughs> right. a global pandemic. <laughs> right, um, right. I mean, I, I we had early, very, very early on. You know when they. Uh, w- the CAA, the CAA conference college basketball tournament was at Entertainment and Sports Arena, which is one of the places I work, which is where the mm-hmm. Myst- the Mystics play and the Capital City Go Go G League play- team play. Right. At that tournament, the referee, one of the referees at that tournament, tested positive, and I'm like, well, shh, like. You're the referees running around the referee. You know how many times a referee leans over the scorers table and is like, uh, you know, talking to the guy, oh, breathing all <laughs> breathing. heavy. They're all going up and down the court, breathing all <laughs> heavy on each other. I'm like, everybody that was out there probably has it. Like, yeah. And then with these like weird, weird, like conflicting reports where the U S is the U S and CDC are kind of reporting that there's an airborne quality to it. Where it's yeah. like, who who is saying that that's not a thing? And <laughs> like we don't quite we don't quite know what's happening. Right. Um, it's it's. I'll say this to me: it's not necessarily scary. What's scary to me is like the abject idiocy of human beings right. to make something like this <laughs> as devastating as it's been so far. Right. Yeah, like. With with China with China knowing about it for weeks and not reporting it, with who offering um or the WHO excuse me, um with them offering uh kit test kits to the US and the US being like, nah, nah we're good. Right, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> with with South Korea doing all of the fantastic things they've been doing with testing as many people as they have and having a test that, you know, pulls results hours faster than like the average global test. Like they're doing fantastic things and we're sitting here like, how do we do this? Right. I just don't understand how we're not like, we still have troops over there. Right. Like we still have connections with South, with South yes, Korea. They're an ally. They're understand. an ally of ours. I, right. Right. <laughs> I don't understand. Like we're friends and you're not even going to ask your friends like how they did something. Yeah, <laughs> like this is, At this point, right. At this point, it's something that we all have to connect together and try to find a way to avoid together. Yeah. And I think, and I think with the way this hits and how you kind of have to, how you kind of have to handle it, it's 
kind of made more isolationism, which I feel like is going to make us not really reach out and coordinate as much as we should. Like we're trying now, sort of, but the isolationism is a good tactic when before it all starts. Uh, you know, or before before it spreads, yeah. Okay, if you can shut down the borders be- and not let anybody in before it actually, but but once it's here, it's here. It's it's a virus. Like right. it's here. It, it doesn't right. matter if five people who have it are here or fifty people. It's here. So right, you know, um, right. And I mean, like, I and, and just a quick, just a quick P- uh, <clears throat> PSA mm-hmm. for anyone who's listening. Like, there are aspects of this that are essentially just like a medium strength to extra strength flu. But for at least like what, 3% of all people like this will result in death. So like as much as you want to be cavalier about it, spreading it, being a carrier, spreading it to anyone who's susceptible for it. Like the way that this is going to pass through, there's going to be millions. There could be millions of Americans dead. Right. Yep. Like millions by the time this is done. Yeah. And like I, it does three, two to three percent mortality rate doesn't sound like a lot, but when you have a country of over three hundred million people, yeah, it's ten million people. That's at least right. That's, <laughs> that's a lot of that's a right. lot of death. Yeah, I, I, and maybe we shouldn't be as cavalier about it as we should. Like, obviously, jokes, humor, levity is still going to happen, and it should, in my opinion, um, because I don't think we should ever get to a point of just being super bleak and dejected. Right. Um, because life does have to go on to a certain degree, but you know, at least take it a little bit seriously. Like, try to quarantine somewhat. Right. Like, don't find yourself still trying to have gatherings or parties. Like, people are still trying to party. I don't know if you guys have seen the videos of the um, the spring breakers. Oh yeah, the, the Zeds and the yeah. late millennials that mm. are spring breaking. Yes, the Madisons. <laughs> I just <laughs> right and the Terry's. <laughs> The the Maddoxes of the world, <laughs> and and all of them are so they're like we're just living for now. And I and in my head I'm thinking every dumbass pop song that's come out in the last 15 years to set you guys up for this failure, abject <laughs> Cause every, failure. Because <laughs> every tech song, every every EDM song is right. like let's just live for tonight. Yeah, let's just live, live for, for tonight, tonight. <laughs> and then repeat it. And then repeat it over a beat. Well, like the, the problem the, the problem is is they've so all the you almost all the universities and colleges have closed. So what they're not going to all go back to school. They're going to go home to their parents who might right. and their grandparents and who who are and in m- my case in the more all. vulnerable in in the more vulnerable group. And right. to your point earlier, I, I think WHO or CDC re- released numbers today that said like worldwide 38 percent of the cases are people below the age of 55 like you can get this and it can be bad and if you get it and you're young it can scar your lungs for life like you you will have decreased lung capacity and decreased lung function for the rest of your life which will result in a shorter lifespan so like like, you don't want this mm -hmm. yeah absolutely i mean absolutely it's 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 one of those things where even if you're playing around you still don't actually want to have it because it still can pose a problem for you. The other problem is, is that if, if, if it spreads, if it spreads the way that it's been spreading without the curve flattening, the problem is not just the, the base level mortality rate of a few million people, 
it'll also be higher because hospitals won't be able to handle certain things. And some people who get it, whether they like that can recover, will still need a respirator right. in order to do that. And if we run out of those, then all of the people who need respirators, whether they were going to recover or not, are also dead. Right. And so that adds to the total. Like it, it's, yeah. it's not just it's not just about whether you get it or not. It's what you will require if you get it or if you pass it to anyone else. Right. And whether we have enough supplies to handle that type of load right. of that many people contracting it. Like that's why we're trying to right. stop the spread, and to not say, just because Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. And to say like and also like, you know, if I if I get in a car accident or if I have a heart attack. And then I go regular to the hospital. Life shit. Right. I, reg, regular shit that happens on a daily basis. Like our our hospital capacity is always at sixty five percent just on a regular basis. And so, you know, then suddenly you show up, you're having chest pains and there ain't not there's no resources for you. And you die on a you die outside because uh, for, from something that you otherwise would have been treated for and would have recovered from. And now you're dead, and that's that's the that's the main problem. That I don't right, think like, a lo- I don't think the younger population is those kids in in Florida or whatever that we were talking about. At, that's the part of it I don't think that they're they're really grasping. Right, and it's also because it's also because it's not really something that you it's not really something shown because you know also like when we had the when we had the Ebola issue or when we've had other larger or more devastatingly um, fatal pandemics before, epidemics before. Like, the problem with these things is that, like, some some of them, you can see what a person looks like when they have it. Yeah, exactly. And that can be a deterrent enough. Right. When you get something that somebody says, oh, it affects your respiratory system, most people couldn't even tell you what comprises the respiratory system. Right. And most people who hear that just base all of their, like, this is the thing I was trying to tell some people the other day that when you say words to people, you have to realize that the majority of every, like most of every single person doesn't actually look up the definitions to what, to words to mm-hmm. see what they even mean. They derive almost 90 or more percent of all of their definitions of words based on context. So no one's really looking up any of these things. No one's really trying to figure out what anything is. They're just going off of what they think things are. And if they don't see, you know, boils or scars (laughs) or sores or open, like, wounds or, like, faces melting off, like, they're not really going to think, like, like I was saying earlier, most people really just think of this as, like, oh, this is just a medium strength. And it's like, maybe it is, but anything stronger than what the, like, People don't realize that, like, a hundred years ago, the flu wiped out yeah. more people than the plague did. Right. <laughs> like, like, not too long ago, the flu was as deadly as yeah. anything that we've ever had. Yeah. And so a medium-strength one, when we have no idea how to really combat it or stop it and have no vaccine, like, this is pretty, this is pretty devastating. It's not, it's not a... It's not a like red hot devastating. It's like lukewarm, but lukewarm devastating is kind of the one that'll get you like a drink that doesn't have a lot of alcohol, like right. a sleeper. It'll get you after a while if you're not really paying attention or focused or like, and so that's kind of what's happening now. Yeah. It's like people don't really take it as seriously as they should because they don't think it's that serious. And it's, it shouldn't have had to be 
Huh. Um, <clears throat> but because people aren't doing the the things that they need to do, I think that the dangerous, the real dangerous part about it, I think, is psychologically is is the for, is because it can take fourteen days to develop. Like that's the part of it. Like if you were getting it and two days later you were showing symptoms, like I think it'd be a much it's, it's much easier to control psychologically. Everyone knows you've got, but it's you're carrying it around for ten days before. You know, and spreading around all these people before anybody ever knows, and that's the that's the part that makes this particular one really dangerous, right? And some people don't show any symptoms, right? Or if they do show symptoms, we're actually at the seasonal transition for allergies, right? There's like seventeen thousand different things that give you the same symptoms. I'm clearing my throat, y'all. I don't have, yeah, right. I don't have the Rona. She I don't have, have the Rona. Veronica's over here coughing, and but she don't have. <laughs> she promises she doesn't have the Rona. Although, like, how do you know? Because I have seasonal allergies mm-hmm. and asthma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Cedro, I believe uh, you have some. Uh, you you want to clear the air? I remember we were talking. You, you mentioned about clearing the air on a, on a difference of terminology that I think is that people need to be aware of when it comes to this. Oh, uh, absolutely. Anytime you see me or hear from me, I'm going to try to give you a little bit of a word or something. So I figured. Like I was saying before, most people don't really look up stuff. They just hear it and assume they know what it means. So I was figuring that I would tell people, or at least let people know, what's the difference between a uh, a pandemic, as uh, the coronavirus or COVID-19 is being called, um, the difference between a pandemic and an epidemic. So it's very, very simple. On a base level, they are almost synonymous. The only difference is that an epidemic is confined to a specific locality or region. Sometimes it can even be as large as a country, but usually it's a very specific locality, whereas a pandemic is an illness or disease or contagion that is spread globally or very, a very large portion of the world or population. Yep. So it's very simple. Right. It's very, very simple. Um, an epidemic would be, I don't know, a flu outbreak in a corporate building downtown. Right, right. <laughs> or like a flu outbreak in Southern Maryland. Yeah. A pandemic would be, you know, measles right. spreading across. Worldwide. I believe, I believe <laughs> right. when the WHO announced it, I mean, their criteria is it has to be, it has to be active on all seven continents. Yeah, and I think that it has to affect... I think it has to affect like a hundred thousand people or something right, like that yeah. globally. Like they're specific. It's like there's yeah. a yeah, there's a there's a count of like how many people it affects. I believe it's like around a hundred thousand or something right. like that. But yes, yes, there are technical terms for the organizations that need that technicality, of course. Right. Um, but the gist is epidemic, small. Yes. <laughs> pandemic, all. All right. Right. And small versus what? All. And and and. Is that that that's does that derive from that's Latin um, prefixes? Is it not epi and pan? Are the are those are those Latin? Is that um Greek actually? Greek. It's, okay. it's, a com- it's a it's it's a combination of it's a combination of Latin Latin and Greek. Gotcha. For the most part, um, <clears throat> I believe demos demos meaning like of the people. Um, pan, of course, coming from the idea of all or right. all encompassing. Yep. Um. And I believe Epi is smaller than that. Um, yes. <laughs> so when someone like is, so when someone is pansexual, they like everyone. 
Yes. <laughs> Sometimes you. people take pan to mean they like everything as well. <laughs> but let's <laughs> not. But let's not go down that road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's another podcast. Hopefully, mm. with things get better. Yeah. yeah, because there's also a there's also a link not just between pan meaning like having the meaning of all, but there's also a. a um, there's also a link to like Pan, the uh, the satyr, the the woodland god, right? Oh, like pay, the mischief pan and yes, because because let's be honest, a lot of Greek and Roman mythology right. involved a lot, a lot of sex. Yeah, <laughs> like the satyrs and the woodland nymphs, right? Constantly would do things. Um, Dionysus, mm-hmm. uh, Zeus's son, god of basically partying and wine. Um, he was always getting drunk and having orgies and having I mean, parties. And aren't stuff. like it's cra- most mythologies are just laden with sex. It's only until like the 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 Jewish well even no, the Jewish mythologies are there's tons of rape and incest in them. But but like it was only like kind of Christian culture that suddenly came in and made sex like taboo. And, and but but like the Hindu culture, there's that temple in uh, southern India that's just nothing but. It's a tower of statues of all. They're all in sexual, different sexual positions with each other. I forget right. the name of it off the top of my head. <laughs> but yes, there's there's a lot of sex going Lots on. Lots of sex. Um, in mythology, uh, a lot of a lot of incest, a lot of rape, yeah. a lot of um, a lot of adultery. Um, Zeus, on dozens of occasions, has gotten like young, innocent women turned into like statues and huh. yeah cows and other things because of Hera's wrath. Yep. Whereas like, it, it's almost like a, it's almost like a, an ancient Jerry Springer because <laughs> instead of being mad at Zeus, she takes out her anger on like the girls he sleeps with. Right. Right. So every time I hear, um, every time I hear a myth about Zeus sleeping with somebody who's not Hera and Hera getting mad, I immediately think of them being on like the set of Jerry Springer. <laughs> That's and a, them sitting like Hera yeah. and Zeus sitting together, and then like, well, let's just bring let's bring out Io, <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> right? And then like the white cow just walks out. <laughs> <laughs> How's Choo Choo? Um, she was doing. She was fine. She's not. You know, she's completely unaffected by anything. Is she like annoyed she's, that you guys are home? <laughs> um. <laughs> She won't tell us. Right. <laughs> she's probably a little bit because there are some times where she's doing her, um, like I have the apartment to myself. I'm gonna run around rapidly, yeah, because I need my exercise. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you guys may be quarantined, but I've always been shelter in place. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm a house cat. Um, that's for, what you guys do to me, right? For those, uh, for, just for those new, anyone that's listening that's new, Chewy is the house cat. There you go. So yes, yes that's what we're yes, talking about. We're not talking about she's a child. Part, she's part Maine Coon, very, very fluffy, very and beautiful. has a lot of black, gray, and brown she's hair. Gorgeous. She's um, she's yes, gorgeous. She's gorgeous. So so what else is going on, Cedar? Like what else is what? Like, are, is how, how's how's Montego holding up? <laughs> uh, Montego Montego is fine. He's still um, he still had to go in to work a, a couple of times, but nothing like full 
Um, he's been able to go in a little bit later to work, and uh, a couple of days. He's so far he's teleworked. Uh, he's he's here as well, but I believe he's also on the phone. <laughs> um, yes, with another with another podcast. No, right. I'm um, <laughs> is he two timing us? <laughs> Well, um, but no, no, he's, uh, <laughs> he's, well, I'll say that I've probably been, I've probably fallen into maybe a, a dozen more YouTube black holes than, than I usually would. Most of them have to do with, uh, esports. Oh, really? Yeah. I found that I, you know, I have time to catch up on some things. Um, I don't follow esports as in depth as I follow other sports, but. There are a few games, namely Super Smash Brothers, I'll like pay attention to whenever they have tournaments. Now, they've also canceled a lot of their stuff. Right. So most of the things I'm watching are um, you know, have already like previously recorded right, things right. that I just haven't seen yet. But hey, any any <laughs> anything I haven't seen is new material and we can use all of the new material uh we can. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but um did you hear that Netflix and the EU are in talks right now to discuss how, like, all of this quarantine streaming could possibly break the internet? I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm glad someone's talking about it because I've thought about it. I'm like, good God, what are we? Well, the bandwidth is going to get completely full. Like, yeah, I mean, there's also a there's also a rumor um, going around that Disney is potentially planning to somehow release. Black Widow, the upcoming Black Widow movie, who's that's been postponed. Yeah. It was supposed to come out at the beginning right. of May. Um, they have like a there's a rumor that they might be planning to find a way to release it on Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's going to be like you know a upcharge or if they're just doing it if they do it to try and get more people to join Disney Plus just to watch the movie. Um, but that in and of itself, I feel like is going to break the internet. Oh yeah, because the movies the movies slated to make a billion dollars over a billion dollars globally anyway. Wow. No matter when they release it, like they could wait until October and they'll still make a ridiculous amount of money. Right. So I could only imagine if they put it on a streaming service that everybody has access to, how that's gonna bog down things. Because it's not like Disney Plus is the best interface system or has the best <laughs> server right. anyway. So I just I, I don't know. The the um, one thing you'd get too is that it is is that you wouldn't it, it be it would be it would be dispersed throughout a time cycle. It's not like you know like when Game of Thrones episodes would come on and everybody was watching it come on at the same time that for that first run each time you know in that last season like mm-hmm. there were times our shit slowed on on our shit slowed down sometimes like during that that last season of Game of Thrones, like big stuff like that. Oh where, yeah. Where you could tell like they were getting Everybody taxed. Everybody was like, they were it. getting taxed. Like Yeah. Yes. Oh, also, um, one of the other interesting phenomena <laughs> uh, that's been going on during this is um the like uh video chat happy hours. <laughs> what? Where like people will call each other so that they can all see each other on like a FaceTime type thing and oh. like have drinks together. Okay. I see. So how instead that of like done. going out right. to drink with people, you're still drinking with people, but you're doing it via uh, video chat or video calling, which I guess is novel. 
But at the same time, it also sounds like one of the stupidest things I've ever heard a person do. <laughs> like, so you really can't drink alone. It sounds very extroverted. <laughs> right. It, it sounds, sounds very A lot of this is extroverts exercising their other, I don't know. Like, no, I, it is I, catering to extroverts. It's just. <sighs> Look, I have a buddy yeah. who's an extrovert. He's an E, E, not a. He's something T. I forget what he was, but on Myers Briggs, but he's a he's an extrovert, and he was saying he he was like, man, I just feel like I need people to recharge. I need to go out and I need to see people, and this is just killing me. And I'm like, oh, I'm having the time of my life. What are you? <laughs> That's right. not every me at introvert all. is living their right. Every this introvert is... is living their literal dream. <laughs> right. Where like they can be an introvert without anybody giving them any shit for it right. at all. Right. And every extrovert is like dying inside yeah. because they just can't like it, it's, it, it was the most humorous to me when they started recommending quote unquote social distancing. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't just a new package term for introversion. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, so you're trying to, you're trying to remarket something for extroverts so that they can like palette it a little better. Right. I think that that, the saddest thing of all. Yeah, I mean, Veronica um, was like, you mean, also, you mean what I do already? Social distance? Yeah, I already do that. That's fine. I mean, Tuesday home alone drinking white wine, I just feel like that's right. the height of my right. week. Right. <laughs> like, what? Can't wait to get home. <laughs> and not talk like, to anyone. <laughs> people are starting to learn how difficult it is for some of, like, how much they avoid being alone. Yeah. Like, it's kind of, it's kind of, like this is one of those meta deep dives that like we could really extrapolate even further on this like how the fact that they're acting so crazily or you get these posts it's like day 10 of quarantine and this is day 630 of my captivity like (laughs) it's it's fine you're fine the one (laughs) the one that i related to the most though was cardi b had posted one and it was like i want to go out and and in my most expensivest outfits yeah. and show out. And I was like, okay, I get that. Yeah. Cause I, I bought like, all these new clothes for the spring and summer. <laughs> I haven't worn a goddamn thing yet. I'm like, I was going to be looking fly and shit. I'm like, I don't have any reason to put anything but sweatpants on every day. Now I'm like, I'm not going he anywhere. He's wearing sweatpants every, every day. day. Yep. Every day. I look at him and I'm like, all right. So I, even I'm getting up and putting on clothes and why I'll put, on, like, I'll put on clothes this. tomorrow, baby. I'll put Thank on you. Cause you. I just cannot anymore. Not, these fucking sweatpants. I'm wearing clothes. They're design. They're expensive sweatpants. Whatever. They're still sweatpants and I'm tired of looking at them please put on some clothes (laughs) dear god (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh well we miss you so 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 much i miss you guys too i've been listening to the uh previous episodes you've been catching up on the previous well i listened to the previous i listened to the previous two i'm already Uh, caught up on the other one uh, but um yeah i listened i listened to the the one of uh you two solo dolo and then um the uh, the call in with Sosa, uh, I I enjoyed it so. Well, when you when when this one will live up to that, <laughs> I think it will. And when you when you have more material and have more experiences you want to share, you know we're we're ready. We're we're gonna be here doing this. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're just trying. We might as well take advantage. <laughs> we know everybody's gonna be on the gonna be listening or have shit to need shit to do. So we might as well try to create some content and use this thing as try to turn make something out of this thing. Yeah. It's this terrible thing. Yeah, yeah. It just it sucks. But we can Sports. we can reach out to each other over the the podcast waves. 
Because right now I'm reaching towards your mic. Digital hugs. Digital hugs. I'm reaching towards your mic lovingly. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh my God. Here, I'm going to just post this really quickly. I'm going to just... Where is Cedro? Cedro, tell the people that are listening who might be interested in following you on social media, give them all of your stuff again because we've been we're doing that today because we we have seen an uptick in our in our listenership. Sure, absolutely. So if you'd like to follow me, all you have to do is type in Cedro into your Google browser. C E E D R O Google me bitch. And I haven't checked I haven't really checked in a while because <laughs> that's narcissistic and that's my mom, not me. Um, <laughs> oh, God. But, um, but um, if you type in Cedro, I should be the first few several entries. Um, but you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Cedro there. I don't have an Instagram anymore. Um, <clears throat> haven't had one for a year. I feel amazing. Um, I'm saying that like I quit smoking or something. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, but I don't have an Instagram anymore. I'm contemplating whether I want to get that We back. never but quite figured out how you got put off of Instagram either. That was like Look, you just disappeared. Oh, yeah. So I'm not sure what happened because I actually never did anything to violate the rules of Instagram. Um, but randomly I went on and it said that it couldn't find my profile anymore. So at some point it got deleted. I'm not sure if someone hacked, hacked it and deleted it or if, someone did that thing that people can do where you like falsely report someone right. enough times and the company will just automatically suspend or delete the yeah. person's account whether or not they actually did anything to violate it. Yeah. So it's either it's either um <laughs> it's either someone hacked me um wow. and deleted it or someone was like really really bitter about something and decided to like over-report me so that my account would be like, well. They're they're, or they're also they're also like homophobic, anti-gay trolls and shit like that. Like oh, yeah. the Christian yeah. right, they, like they do that to porn stars all the time. Like they'll report some porn star will post like just a picture, of not there's no nudity, just a sexy pic and like lingerie or in a swimsuit or some shit, and and they'll report it and get them suspended or whatever and. You know, so yeah. there's plenty of that going around. Self righteous assholes so, trying to so, do shit like that. So that's probably that's probably what happened. I once it was gone, I realized that I didn't like need. I guess I didn't really feel like I needed it before. You didn't miss. It gone, you didn't I miss like, it when it was gone. I just want, I wanted to know. I wanted to know what happened because I'm always a person like I need the knowledge. Right. Like I need the information. I want to know what happened. But then when I realized I wasn't probably ever going to find out that because Instagram never got back to me. Huh. Um. <laughs> And I sent several emails. Once I realized that that wasn't going to happen, um, I was like, oh, okay. I don't really need it. Um, and I use Twitter more so anyway. So you can find me on Twitter, Cedro, C-E-E-D-R-O. Very simple. No numbers, no anything else. Um, and that's about it, yeah. really. I mean, you can you can kind of find me on YouTube a little bit. I've got some music there and, like, Facebook probably. But, like, just just catch me on Twitter. Yeah. That's more than likely where I'll be now, especially since <laughs> news where is cycling so go? fast. Right. <laughs> it's like news, news is cycling so fast, you almost can't keep up with it anywhere else except for, you know, staying notifications on on every news right. app. <laughs> yeah. And, and basically being on Twitter. Like, Twitter will, I mean, if you know where to look, right. it can also give you a lot of misinformation as well. Right. So I'm not going to say that Twitter is like the place to go for real news. 
but it's also not the wrong place to go for real news. You just have to have it. You have to have your your critical thinking cap on when you're when you're disseminating information through the Twitter. Yes, and hopefully, because more people are spending more time alone with introspection, they'll have those caps on. Yes, this podcast is produced and recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. If you're a recording artist, musician, or producer in need of affordable, world-class audio production services and an inspiring studio space for your project, Depth Charge Studios is the place to create in the DMV. For more information, visit DepthCharge.com. That's D-E-P-T-H-C-H-A-R-G-E.com. So Maxine tripped the phone cable under the desk. She she literally like would start jumping around. I think she It's dinner time. She knows yeah, her inner clock is going off for feeding <laughs> time. And she literally So like, that happened. We're still recording. Um, <laughs> I'll edit like around this, but I mean I'm Yeah. I think that might be our uh, that might be our cue to <laughs> <laughs> I literally just looked down at her. She was like, "Yeah, bitch." And I, I mean, it, it just again. sounded like the whole thing just pew, like we were like, "What the fuck?" Just, li- what was the that? Power went out. What's going on? Nope. Maxine was like, "So it is right. definitely I'm, dinner time." I'm sitting there listening to Veronica talk, and then all of a sudden, it was just nothing. And I'm like, "Did she pause?" <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That's the most pregnant pause the ever. Was, <laughs> the call wasn't active anymore, and I'm like, "Oh." oh and now I'm thinking, like, did I pocket? Hang up? No, nope. like, no, nope. nope. it wasn't you, <laughs> Maxine the saboteur. Yeah, a- absolutely. Yeah, she's always finding a way. Well, all right, brother, it's good to hear from you, man. Uh, we, we will uh, hopefully we'll be seeing everybody soon. Hopefully, this is on the shorter end of all of this and not the longer okay. end. Is and we don't have to wait for a vaccine before we can actually get out and start being living normal lives again. But. um you take care of yourself. You take care of yourself. Take yeah. care of Montego and Choo Choo and Choo Choo and tell us. And, and like we said, uh, we'll hear from you soon. Whenever you're ready, whenever you have more information to give to Diane. Yeah. Oh yes. Also, everyone who's listening, um, you guys as well. Stay safe yes. and curse anyone out violently who coughs without covering. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Like, just, just curse them out. The world needs happens. that right now. We world. needed that before, but, but we did. Oh, really but we really need it now. Good night, everyone. Yep. Thank good you night. for right, good night. We love you. Have a good night. Stay right, safe. Dopest flyers, OG pin liars. 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 Dopest flyers, flyers. Flyers, loud and headphones are flyers, dopest flyers, OG pimpus, the gangster player, hardcore motherfuckers. Black diamonds on a nigga wrist Is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Square footed six rooms up in my residence Blowing money up in Nemus, guess that's negligence We hold these truths to be self-evident